Midwest Oddities, a show where we talk about the scary, the creepy, and the fucked up shit that has happened in the Midwest. We're your hosts, Sarah and Ashley, and today we'll be discussing Kentucky Goblins. I'm so excited about this episode, Ashley. I think it's going to be a good one. I'm excited to hear all about Kentucky Goblins. Goblins seem like mean creatures from the fairy tales that I've read, but you know. I don't know a whole lot about them, so tell me. Okay, so I'm just going to preface the story with they're they're not goblins, necessarily. They're, in this story, they're extraterrestrials. Um, I don't, I guess we'll get into it, but they called them goblins just because they didn't know what the fuck they were. Like, (laughs) they had no clue. Also, we're going to start in Kentucky, but I have theories that span past Kentucky. Okay, I think that this is definitely an appropriate conversation considering the recent media um, regarding the U.S. having alien bodies, quote unquote. So, oh my gosh, I actually didn't watch that. Have you watched the the whole thing? No, I've just seen like the the clips that got cut and put on social media because I don't watch the news because the news depresses me. Um. But I just, I just saw, like, that one little bit where the guy is like, yeah, we have, like, um, UFOs and uh, alien bodies, which I'm not sure why he would say like that, but <laughs> <laughs> just the bodies. The aliens are dead. Their souls are gone. Oh, my God. Okay. So I will get into it. So um, in the lower half of Kentucky, just an hour from Nashville, Tennessee, is Hopkinsville, Kentucky. And on the night of August 21st, 1955, five adults and seven children showed up at the Hopkinsville Police Department in massive panic. They were telling the officers that small alien creatures were attacking their farmhouse and they had been holding them off with gunfire for hours. Um, Elmer Sutton and Billy Ray Taylor claimed they had been shooting at a few dark, short creatures who had shown up at the back door and were peering through their windows. Okay. You can imagine the police officer's concern. They thought that they might be shooting at local citizens of the town. So they were, like, freaking out. They were, like, you know, because, of course, they're not going to believe aliens. They're not going to believe tiny little creatures. They're thinking, like, no, these people are probably just drunk and shooting at random people. Like, we got to go stop this. So they go out to the farmhouse. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, there are little people in the world. Oh, okay, that's true, too. So, like, imagine? Yeah. Their first thought is not, like, alien creatures. Their first thought is definitely humans of some sort. Oh, (laughs) that's true, though. Yeah, they could be little people. I think that's the correct way of saying that. I'm sorry if it's not. I think it is, but yeah, I'm not 100% sure. I don't want to offend anyone. Okay. Anyway, carry on. Uh, So they go to the house, and they see the bullet holes, and so they're like, okay, what what the fuck? They don't see any people. Um, They don't see any creatures. Um, So 
all the residents of the farmhouse, I'm going to give you a little, like, bit on them. So there's Glennie Langford, and her children are Lonnie, Charlton, and Mary, and two, uh, two sons from a previous marriage, Elmer Lucky Sutton, John Charlie J.C. Sutton, and their respective wives, Vera and Aileen, Aileen's brother, O.P. Baker, Billy Ree Taylor, and his wife, June. It's a lot of people living in this house. That's um, definitely a huge family. <laughs> uh, so, I, I guess there's not, I mean, the police came, they saw the bullet holes, they didn't see anything else. They didn't, they, they just, like, closed it at that point. They, I guess, I mean, they didn't see any dead people, so, like, <laughs> I guess that's good. Um, I will say later on, because I'm kind of going to tell two stories here, one a little bit more in-depth than this one, um, their account of, because they were talking about it, th- so there's a TV show that I was watching um, that talks about this other t- town in Kentucky, um, and they reference the Hopkinsville incident and they claimed that the police officers did see the men the aliens but i didn't get that from my research so i'm not sure which one is true i think they didn't see the creatures i think they came there was bullet holes and they were like well clearly you shot at something but i don't know what you shot at Uh well also think about it if you're seeing like an alien for the first ever time like the chances of you actually saying something are pretty low especially for someone in like police like law enforcement right like if a police officer came up to me and was like yeah i saw six alien bodies today i'd be like all right robert you have been you know you need to go home you've you've been on shift too long you know what i'm saying so like that's very true yeah Yeah. i i wouldn't as a police officer, not if I were a police officer, I am not a police officer. If I were a police officer, I wouldn't, I wouldn't acknowledge it. Yeah, that makes sense. That would probably hurt their credibility. <laughs> um, okay, so then following day, the neighbors of the family said that they packed up and left. And so the creatures came back after the officers left, and and they just left um, their house. So that that was it. Um, there was press reported because. So I guess I should preface with, um, and it was I don't know, kind of unclear to me if it, I think it was related, but like someone said in one of the articles I was reading that like a ufo landed or crashed in the area and then the creatures came out of the the wreckage but i also get stories we're gonna get into this but there's like cave systems and they said that they came out of caves so i'm confused um so i don't know where that i guess i don't i didn't need to bring that up but I just remember reading about that. You know what? That reminds me of the cave system thing. I don't know if you've seen the... I think it was the Power Rangers movie that came out a couple years ago. Where they, like, they got their Power Rangering powers from, like, this, like, alien... 
substance rock thing that they found in a cave system. So, or maybe a hole. Something of the sort. It was some sort of underground something or other. Um, so, I mean, technically, I guess it could be plausible. Like, if the aliens landed years before and were, like, procreating in the in the caves, and then they were just like, hey, wonder what's up there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see. I, I lean towards that. And not every story that I read talked about, or every article that I read talked about a crash. I don't know where that came from, honestly. I don't know why I brought it up. I probably shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> I don't think it's valid. But that's just where my train of thought went. Um, I think the cave system, and it's going to fit really well with the other story that I have to tell. Um, and why I think, like, there's a bunch of caves involved. Um, crazy stuff. Um, but anyway, so they packed up left. As far as I know, they didn't return. They just left. Some of the people that lived in the house were carnival workers. So I don't know if they were, I don't think they were permanent residents of the house. So it kind of sounds like they dispersed and just kind of, I guess if you get attacked by little creatures, like you might never want to go home. That kind of is a, uh, a theme because the next story is also about a person who decides to up and leave their house. Oh. <laughs> uh, but the reporting on it was um, that the size of the creatures was between two and four feet, and they had large pointed ears, claw-like hands, eyes that glowed yellow, and spindle, spine, spin, spindly, spindly legs. I think that's how Okay, if they're like two to four feet tall, just punt them bitches and keep it pushing. Like, they're not, they're not that tall, for fuck's sake. They I'm not running away. They're the size of children, yeah. I'm not running away from my house for something I can punt across the field, the fuck? <laughs> Houses are expensive in this economy? <laughs> um, they also, so, a lot of people call them the little green men. Or little green aliens. But the color was not... Like, that's not... They're not sure. It was reported on later. Like, early articles don't, call, like, say their color. So, I don't... Like, because that's, like, a thing, I think, that we pull from, like, sci-fi nowadays. Yeah. It's like the, yeah. But I don't know where that got started. That could have totally been made up. Um, the I, I don't know if you got the article... Or the... I shared the script with you uh, but there's a picture of uh, yeah if you see, look at the picture um you'll see <laughs> if, I, if i saw something like that bro the scale comparison of the little alien person to a human being <laughs> just fucking kick it like and then why does why do its legs look like tiny stump like stumps? And there's no feet. Yeah, I don't know. It has feet. I don't know why the feet aren't in this image. Um, but the feet are three toed. Um, and they look kind of like a human feet. They just have three toes. You know what the the arms remind me of? You know those like uh, wooden like cooking spoons with like the oh, the yeah. three holes. <laughs> 
if I saw that shit, the first thing coming through my mind is not fear. <laughs> that the fucking eyes look like displaced fucking egg yolks. So I will say that there are theories that the ears and the eyes are not part of the alien that they're like gear so like the eyes might potentially be goggles like they were wearing goggles and then the ears could be some sort of like helmet or like hat um so they might not i don't know that's just a theory i could kind of see that because their eyes look kind of weird um but it's also an alien so Okay, but if they them. are goggles, if they are goggles, the eyes are so spaced apart. What's holding the what's holding the goggles in place? Are they just like individual, like one cover and one cover, and the ears hold it in place? Like I have questions. That's not it what goggles be. look like. <laughs> Maybe they're they're high tech goggles. They don't need to be held by anything. <laughs> Like, I guess, more high-tech than my tiny human brain could pick up, suppose. <laughs> um, so there are skeptics that say that this was just a result of drinking or a misinterpretation of a great horned owl. Um, I didn't include a picture of it, but it, it does have, like, very large ears. So that's where they kind of, like, are like, you know, maybe they just saw owls in trees and... <laughs> freaked out for some reason um they also said that there was a meteor in the area um at the same time because he saw a blue uh billy ray Tom taylor saw a blue light streak across the sky and disappear behind the trees um and so they were like that that could just have been the meteor that happened um it doesn't have to have been a spaceship um project blue book which is um, a code name for a study of unidentified flying objects by the United States Air Force. Um, that was from 1952 to 1969. Um, they call it a hoax. So, you know. But then again, it's in the days when the government wasn't just out here saying aliens exist, so. <clears throat> okay, that fair point. Look, so far, I'm not sure that so far, I'm not sure that I believe, and it might just be because I saw the picture, but <laughs> <laughs> so far, I'm with the government, and I never agree with the government. I'm biased. I don't know why. Maybe because, like, there's a f my, my, so I don't know where I have this in the story, but it's really not that important where it goes. Um, my great-grandfather was a coal miner in Pennsylvania. And he claims that he saw little green men in the mountains. So... This, this isn't, like, Opa's dad? Or... No, not my dad's side. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so, so the my grandparents dad's... I haven't met. Yeah, my dad's father's father. Okay. Um... I don't know much else, but... I don't know. It's interesting. He was I love how your family kid. stories are always like, this might have happened. Also, I don't know anything else about it. Because <laughs> everyone's dead. I can't ask them directly what they <laughs> think about things. 
Let's hold a seance just... and ask your grandpa. Oh my god. Midwest <laughs> oddity. Why are you talking about aliens to me? Like, of all things that you could be asking me, you're asking me about aliens? Not, what is, what is the afterlife like? Grandpa, did you see the, great grandpa, did you see the aliens? What were they actually like? It's just really interesting, because, like, thinking he's a coal miner, he's in mines, he's in, you know, quote-unquote quote caves, um, it fits with the story, like, the next story I'm gonna tell, and then, like, I just, it kind of all fits together, and honestly, you know, people, like, I, literally, they said this in the documentary that I was watching, they were like, documentaries focus on the things that the, the storyteller wants you to focus on and wants you to, like, believe. So aren't they kind of biased? True. But I still believe it. <laughs> I'm not judging you. <laughs> um, also, this is maybe a question that... So you mentioned that your grandpa and, and the next story that you're going to tell me um, happened in caves. Are there maybe any toxins or any, um, any, like, plants or whatever that could be hallucinogens growing in the caves that could have potentially led to, like, people seeing potential oh. aliens? That's a good... That's a good theory. That's a scientific theory. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Whenever somebody tells me, like, oh, I, you know, I see dead people. I'm like, okay, well, yes, I believe in the ghost. But also, like, what have you been around? Or, like, what kind of outside factors could have, like, prompted this vision, essentially? That's true, and, like, if they are old mines, like, what were they mining? Is it, da yeah, is it dangerous? Like, definitely. I mean, in those small towns, excuse me, you don't know, yeah, like, what is in the area, like, the air quality and that sort of thing. That's true. I would think that back in the day, I mean, I'm sure they had safety measures to an extent, but I'm sure, like, also that the PPE at the time wasn't, like, the most advanced or in or um, equipped to, like, protect them from everything, you know? Because there are things that yeah. maybe they weren't aware of. I don't know. That's Just food for thought. Well. Anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna, Carry on. I'm going to stick with my aliens. <laughs> no, no, that's a good, that's a good thought. Um, okay, I'm going to go into my next story. So this is going to be in Hellier, Kentucky. It's a old coal mining town. It's in Pike County, Kentucky. Um, it borders Virginia. So the Hopkinsville was closer, like, to the other side of Kentucky, so to the west, but this is more east. Yeah. Um, so in 2012, there's a man named Greg Newkirk, and he received an email from a man named David Christie, who was a doctor in this town, Hellier. Um, he claimed that his family has was being terrorized by unearthly creatures at <laughs> night. 
That's what he called them. <laughs> um, he describes them as being child size, um, lacking facial features, but besides large oily eyes. Ew. Not yeah, the oil. I know, it's such a weird descriptor. Um, How would he even know they're oily? I, I feel like oily is more of a texture. Well, I guess, like in paintings, like you can tell. Yeah. I suppose. That's ew. Okay. Anyway. Um, he claims they took his dog, which makes me really sad. Yeah. No, not the dog. <laughs> Maybe they wanted to keep it as a pet. I'm, you know, I, I'm keeping the optimism alive. <laughs> um, he said that they were coming from an old abandoned mar mine that was near his house. Um, he said that a man named Terry Wrist gave his contact info information, um, gave Greg's contact information to him, and said that he thought he could help. Greg is... He did, like, paranormal investigations, and I think at the time he was working for the Stanley Hotel as, like, like an in-house paranormal researcher. Oh, okay. Um, he also does, like, blogging, and I think, like, side projects of his own that's like related to the supernatural and I don't think he really did a lot of alien work before this um he I think he believes in aliens it seems like he I mean he 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 started this whole documentary series about aliens and I think he thoroughly believes that that all of this exists um but it didn't it seems like he was mainly like ghosts and that sort of thing um before all of this um but so Greg was kind of like I don't really understand like why you you're you get his like he was saying his photo for his like blog is him as like a teenager and apparently he used to do like paranormal investigations i say quote unquote because um he said he was just like trespassing and you know doing like dumb stuff like as a kid like not super serious or like professional in any way so he's like, I don't know how they got from that photo to, like, like I could help you with aliens, like, an attack from aliens. Like, uh, but anyway, so that, that, so Greg has no idea who any of these people are. He's never heard of David Christie. He doesn't know who Terry Rist is. Um, he, so David goes on to say, like, he, his daughter calls them kids without hair and watches them play in the front yard. Some bald-headed ass kids. Literally, they, <laughs> bald and naked are the descriptors. Um, the daughter says she's seen them tapping on her window, which terrifies me so much. Like, Maybe they're just curious though, because like they're from like another planet or whatever, right? Maybe they're just curious about like human life and not necessarily in the like we want to hurt you way but more so in like the hey we've been watching you and you seem about our age and like what do you do for fun kind of way i don't know mm -hmm. it could totally be yeah i don't like the first like in the hopkinsville one where they just decided to shoot at them i feel like is an extreme like point to take right right off the bat i mean maybe maybe they did feel threatened i wasn't there but i feel like dave david christie does not talk about shooting at them um, he says he's not exactly scared of them, but he's not willing to go into the caves to, like, investigate. 
<laughs> so, and then he was talk he was talking about how there were like a lot of them. Uh, he didn't say exactly how many, but it just seemed it was definitely not like a couple. It was like like probably like five or six of them. Um, which is a decent amount, you know, when you don't know what the hell they are. Um, so David Christie thought it was a hoax at first. And, you know, was like, or I'm sorry, no, David Christie did not. Um, Greg thought it was a hoax. <laughs> sorry, I just put thought it was a hoax. That was not <laughs> Um, yeah, Greg was like, someone's playing, like, messing around with me. This is one of my friends who just emailed from a fake account. Like, this is bullshit i don't like so he ignored it um he gets a new email with photo or, you know, images of footprints um someone points out because he posts it on i think facebook or some social media and he's like have you guys ever seen footprints like this because he's thinking it's an animal of some sort he's like i'm not a environment like i don't go out in nature that often like i'm not a hunter i don't know anything like maybe it's an elk footprint or something someone points out that the footprints have dermal ridges in them and that's basically like fingerprints for your feet <laughs> i know it sounds funny but apparently like, like yeah so and they were like that's really hard to fake so i don't think it's an it's an animal i think it's a human but it's not obvious it's three-toed Oh, so, like, someone who was born with some sort of, like, deformity or something. I mean, it could be, yes. <laughs> well, I wasn't saying that to be an asshole. <laughs> I just say, like, obviously, we all have, most, most individuals have five toes, so. That's true. No, yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't I have anything say, to say when there's logic. I can't. I can't I was, argue it. <laughs> I was gonna say some dumb shit earlier though, because I was like, "Oh, I wish we had like footprints, like like thumbprints, but on our feet." Yeah, footprints. You know the the thing that like yeah whatever. I did, I don't know why I'm struggling so hard to say that, and I completely forgot that we do have those on our toes. But regardless, that was. It's okay. I didn't think about it either till they brought it up, and I was like, "Oh, I guess we do have that." I just don't look at my feet that often. Um, uh, but so it's convincing, and Greg's like, "Okay, maybe this isn't just like..." And like he's talking to all his friends, and his friends are like, "No, man, like I'm not doing anything to you. Like I didn't send this." So he, he can't figure out who who got his information, and it could like his wife Dana. Um, she is, like, terrified, and she's like, I don't trust this. Like, it sounds like someone just trying to lure us out to the middle of Kentucky, like, for some reason. Like, I don't, I don't trust it. Um, but anyway, so he, Greg asks for, like, more information. Like, can you send me more pictures? Like, can you take, give me the measurements of, like, the feet? Like, I just want more information to mm -hmm. kind of, you know. So David is like, well, he left the house to protect his family. Like, he's not there anymore. But he said he'll go back and he'll get photos and measurements. So he sends pictures back to him eventually. And um, it, I don't have a picture of the measurements. I think they were like, 
couple, I don't know. I can't answer that. I don't know what the measurements were. I don't have that picture um, on this script. Um, but they were. I expect them to be very big, though. No, I can't imagine. If the creatures are only three feet tall, they're probably. I'm not good at math, like but toddler, toddler size. Yeah. However big toddler feet are. He also sends, um, really dark images, but images of the creatures themselves, which are less convincing. Yeah, because they're very yeah. dark. There's, like, glowing areas, like, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> I don't know about that. It, it is really hard to tell. That gives me, like, I told my children to go stand in the dark and, like, took pictures of them. Yeah. That doesn't give me, like, alien men. Also, why do we say alien men? Are alien species not, like, are they only men? See, that's the thing. I don't even know if they are... Like, if they are gendered or, or have, like, sex, like, I don't, I don't know anything about aliens. Who knows if they're, like, what their reproductive, like, I mean, there's a lot of, like, there's the gender, which is, like, societal. So, like, who knows if they actually have genders. And then I don't know how they have sex, so I don't know what reproductive organs they have. But, yeah, well, we tend well, to descript them. I don't like that. Also, like... You know, if these children are seeing them naked, I hope oh, that yeah. they're wearing clothes or something. Well, they're not. There is no... Naked. Like, what... I have a question. What appendages do these aliens have? I... There was no mention of, um, reproductive organs, uh, that I am aware of, but that is a good question if they are naked, like... Are they, like, Barbies? Like, do they have nothing? <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe it's too dark to see. We need to take a trip to Kentucky. I want to go see these mines. I want to see the aliens. If you're short enough for me to kick, I'm not scared of you. I need to know. Are you Barbie-shaped, or, or what's going on down there? I really wanted to stop in Hellier when I was going through Kentucky. Um, it's a very, very small town, and they don't seem to take kindly to strangers. So I was a little bit caught, like, concerned. Because I was telling Paul, I was like, we we were actually probably going to hit Hellier, like, or pass through, like, that area on our way down. And I was like, I'd really like to stop there and just see these caves. Um, but I don't know. I don't know two women going to this small town like I don't know if it's safe um not to say anything bad about Hellier it just doesn't seem like they're very like they it seems like a very small town very close-knit they probably like when Greg and Dana go down there like oh I mean they have like a decent group of people and so it like I think there's safety in numbers but the people didn't seem very interested in talking to them or like we're not very happy. Like, even the police department didn't want to comment on it. The... I think it was, like, a historical society or, like, the library or something. Like, they didn't want... Like, none of the news outlets wanted anything to do with them. Which, I mean, granted, that could just be... They don't want alien... Like, to be known as, like, an alien city. Well, yeah. I mean, you tend to be ridiculed a lot when you're that person who, like, believes in alien shit. Because I don't, um, 
you're familiar with the Rockwell, New Mexico, like, uh, UFO story, right? Yeah. So there was, I believe he was some sort of government official, like senator or some shit, who came out and said, like, he kind of, like, believed in in the whole thing. And he was, like, ridiculed on national television about it. So, yeah, I, you know, probably wouldn't want to be known as the alien town. Also, if they're not, like, very open to strangers coming into their town, I I do think that having the reputation of, like, an alien town would bring in more people than they're comfortable oh, yeah. with. That's very true. Yeah. I mean, just watching the show, it makes me want to go to Hellier. Like, I, I wonder how many people have traveled there trying to, like, see aliens. Um... I don't know. But, it, it, I mean, I guess we're allowed to do whatever we want. We could go. I it would be probably more akin to going to Hopkinsville. I think because it's more well-known. And I think it's a bigger town. Um, but I don't know. So, I have to I have to get there. But there's, like, this theory that it's all connected through the Mammoth Cave system. Which is this big, like, underground, like... They're all connected by all these different caves. And a the- and that's one of the theories. Um, so I feel like you could get... Like, there was... I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> let, me, let me finish this and then I'll, I'll get to it. Because um, it's, it's an interesting theory, in my opinion. Um, okay, let's see. Um, oh, so David just... Oh, Greg wants, was interested in checking it out in person, and that's the last time he ever got a response from David. David never messaged him ever again. So Greg is like, I don't know what to do at this point. Um, uh, He talks, so this is where Greg is talking about the Hopkinsville case and is comparing it to him. David's goblins, or like David's aliens, um, didn't have ears like the Hopkinsville one did. But that's also where the theory comes in that those are, like, gear, not actual parts of their body. Um, so there's that. So so Dave is out of the picture now. And it's really hard, like, they go into the town and they try to find David. And they ask around and they're like, do you know David Christie? He's, like, a, a well-known doctor in the town. And everyone's like, no, I've never heard of him. I don't think he's ever existed here. Like, no, like, I've lived here 30 years. Like, I've never heard of him. Um, so it's just interesting. They they try to find his house, too, because he kind of... I mean, it's, like, general descriptions. Like, he's like, I have a shed on this side of my house. Like, yeah, it's, like, super, like... But they look around, they're like, well, that could be it, because they're looking for an abandoned house, because the guy says he doesn't live there anymore. Um, and they find a couple houses they're like, could be, but, like, who knows? So then we go to Terry Wrist, who there Greg is pretty sure is a fake name. It's he's thinking it's like terrorist, like like that's oh, like yeah okay. that kind like a pseudonym. Um, what's interesting is that so he Google's terror Terry Wrist, and he's like trying to find any information on on where this name came from, and he finds this book, and it's called The Secret Cipher of the Euphonauts. Um, it's by Alan Greenfield who is an occultist and a UFO investigator. And at the very end of the book, in the appendix, um, there's an interview 
with a man named Harry Rist. And he talks about how he's a Vietnam vet. And um, as a veteran, he was asked by the United States government to go around to these alien bases that are in caves. And he was told to clean them out. So basically, like, kill all the aliens inside. Um, Greg calls it the Alien Cave Base Task Force. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Alien Cave Task Force, yes. Uh, this book was written in 1994. Um, I don't know when they were asked by the government to, to do these secret missions um you know if they happened um but so they basically said that aliens would find caves and land in them and like make that their bases and so like all over the world there's like aliens in caves and i don't know that's the theory you know it sounds i guess a little bit more far-fetched than when you're in the documentary the documentary is so interesting I don't know. That part, still, I was like, okay, I don't know, you know, if I believe that. But, um, okay, so we're gonna fast forward. They're, uh, Dana, Greg, and I, a friend of theirs, I can't remember his name, um, but he was, like, guiding them. They're in Brown Mountain, North Carolina. It's 170 miles from Hellier. They're on a completely unrelated project. Um... They're exploring, they're also, like, looking for aliens, but it was different, I guess, than the Kentucky ones. Other um, Yeah. Um, a psychic told them that there was an underground base with aliens, um, excuse me, in this cave on Brown Mountain. And they were like, that's crazy. Because we were just reading about these aliens that have bases in caves so they go to this cave that the psychic says is the cave they can't get into the cave which i guess like fancy that yeah a skeptic could be like sure couldn't get in the cave that had the aliens so that now the psychic they... told you about <laughs> your psychic alien cave that's locked okay um but so they they leave. I don't know what they do other stuff probably for whatever they were doing with aliens. Um I guess it was an area that was like there was a lot of alien activity and like they they were sure they'd see aliens if they went to this spot. Sorry. That that was my dog. If you heard that. I hope I don't think it probably caught, but my dog was barking. Um Uh so that later on, like a week later, he gets an email from Terry Riss. And it says, why did you stop when you were so close? I have something for you. One week. And then he says, Hellier was just a symptom. The ink and black are isolated still. And third order MIA, bear in mind, for every door closed, a window must be opened. The door is closed. The window is open. Use the number S. I feel like I'm like I was high for 
the entirety of that chunk of what you were saying and not not enough to follow what it is it's really out of the blue a lot of it is cryptic um they kind of like try to figure out what he's talking about um the whole window and doors thing is i think in reference to i think either the book or something else that they found on the internet i can't remember which one um but it was something to do with like dimensions and there's a theory that the caves like there are portals to other dimensions that come so the cave is like where creatures come out so there's a theory that every cryptid comes from another dimension and that there are these like doors i think i got that right right or is it backwards or windows i don't know whatever they were they were trying to you know connect all of these i think it's a window i don't know but there are these like portals i'm gonna call them portals um to other dimensions and that's where these aliens are coming from that's one theory i can kind of get behind that in the sense that when we were talking about the public monster i did mention that i thought cryptids were just you know aliens that didn't get caught by the government or something mm -hmm. so like i can kind of get behind that theory i guess the windows and doors things kind of just sounds to me like hey you tried this one avenue to get inside but like you didn't think about this other way of getting inside and you should try that uh yeah. but maybe just like in a weird metaphorical way is kind of what i interpret <laughs> yeah he also included in that email the coordinates to the cave in North Carolina that they had just been to. So that was really creepy to them. They were like, how did he know where we were? Like, what the fuck? Um, okay, so... Um, they get into contact with Geraldine, who is a... Her father was one of the original people of the Hopkinsville incident. Mm -hmm. um, so she, he was talking with her, and and she said the people that were there, there are two people that are still alive that were there, but they don't talk about it because they don't want to get made fun of um, for it, but they do wholeheartedly believe in it. Um, so she was trying to keep the stories alive, and she was talking about how there was a cave by the Hopkinsville farmhouse and that cave was connected to the mammoth cave system. And the mammoth cave system is linked to Appalachia, which a lot of people think, yeah, yeah. Okay. You got me there. You got me there. Well, cause it's so old. It's, it's literally been there. I think like prehistoric, I'm pretty sure out the Appalachians are one of the oldest, rock formations in, I don't know if the world, but in the United States at least. Um, and the fact that all these, and the, it's linked to other states. And they were talking about how West Virginia has a red-eyed creature, and there's also Tommyknockers in West Virginia. Um, I was talking, like, my grandfather, or my great-grandfather, 
Um, like, maybe it goes all the way to Pennsylvania. I don't know. But, like, just, I, th I think it's a little bit more compelling when you throw that in there. I don't know. To each their own. I mean, I can get, I can get behind cave systems. I think it's just some of the shit, some of the shit and how it's worded is kind of like, what? But, or at least a little bit out there. But I can get behind, like, cave systems that need to things. And I mean, the Appalachia thing kind of really got me because so much weird shit happens there. Mm -hmm. So then, like, it would make sense, right? Like, if these cave systems are inter interdimensional portals or whatever, and, like, all this weird shit is coming through and, like, coming through to places like Appalachia or, you know, Hop Hopkinsville and Hellier. So I can kind of get behind it. Yeah. They were also talking about um, the Mothman, which I think just kind of goes into the theory of, like, cryptids coming from the same, like, d other dimension kind of portal thing. But they were mentioning how, like, not that he's an alien. Well, I guess that he's an alien, yeah, because, I don't know, they they were just, they, they mentioned him. So I thought that was interesting. Just because West Virginia is, like, connected to these caves. Um, okay, so they were in West Virginia, in Sutton, West Virginia, and they're talking, I think they were, what were they, they were filming something, I think it was for this documentary, and they were wrapping up for the night, and there's this little girl, and she comes up to them, and she's like, I see monsters, and my parents see monsters, too. And they were like, oh, okay, like, what kind of monsters do you, are they in your closet? Like, you know, what, what do they look like? And she tells them that they come out of the caves, and she draws a picture, and it looks really similar to the Hopkinsville Goblin. Um, it has the weird ears and the goggly eyes. Um, and she draws a three-toed footprint. And she says her parents don't let her go near the mines. And they, like, freak out. Cause they, and they, they, they're like, maybe someone put her up to this. Like, who paid you to, like, tell us this information? And yeah. everyone is, like, not paying attention. So they were like, well, I guess, like, I don't know. So that was interesting. All the way in West Virginia, this little girl is saying, like, the same thing. Um. Uh. I will Sorry, say it did sound very I see dead people type. <laughs> it's a little creepy, really. I see monsters and my parents see monsters. Like, okay, that's that's nice. I just picture this little girl like out of fucking nowhere come up to you and go, <laughs> I see monsters. A little ASMR for you guys. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Well, that's kind of the end. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I thought I had a little bit more, but um, I wasn't able to get to the second season. I highly recommend watching this this TV show if you are interested in learning more. Um, the second season focuses on them trying to figure out who Terry Wrist is, um, and then they also dive deeper into like um, Hellier and like paranormal. Do more paranormal investigations. Um, uh 
I have yet to finish the second season, so that will that is what I will be doing. Um, but yeah, I I found this fascinating. I think I do believe in them. I don't know if I believe in every theory, um, but I find it very interesting. The connection, like, I don't know. I think caves are creepy places. I've been in very small caves. I did not enjoy it. Um, I think anything is possible in a cave. They 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 seem otherworldly. Um, and so I could see them being like a portal to another dimension. But yeah, I will say I wasn't very I wasn't very convinced at the beginning, and it's still like the the green goblin type thing doesn't convince me. But you did get me with the whole cave system theory and the whole like interdimensional connection. So I I could see that like being a thing. I also agree. I've never been in a cave, and I don't think I would like to ever be in a cave. But I'll try and be once. Um, but I do feel like caves do have that like sort of mystical, slightly creepy feeling about them. So yeah. Well, uh, thank you for listening, and thank you for um, checking us out. Uh, we are on Instagram at Midwest Odd, and we will be releasing every Friday, um, and we'll let you know if we don't do it on Friday uh, for some reason. But, yeah, you'll catch us this Friday, and, um, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Goodbye!